And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. And sometimes it's not even about the numbers. Sometimes you gotta just really look and see what your eyes tell you. Man, throw out the numbers. What do your eyes tell you? That's the biggest thing. What up, ladies and gentlemen? You are tapped into another episode of the Ata Sports Podcast presented to you by Landmade ENT, your home for multimedia. I am your host, Pearl. Hope everybody is feeling well out there today. It's time for us to get into a discussion real quick about the Cleveland Browns. The offseason pretty much is upon us. Of course, the Super Bowl will be played Sunday, February 7th. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, that game is at 6.30 p.m. on CBS. My man Tony Romo will be calling the game. I think everybody should be excited for that. So after that game, the offseason is upon us and every other team in the NFL, right? An article came out today on dogpounddaily.com. And Dog Pound Daily is a Cleveland Browns uh, sports website. And the article was, ta- were, was talking about five things that the Browns can do this offseason to become a better football team and get us to that next level. And number three on that list was get faster at wide receiver. And I thought about last week when I heard Andrew Berry's press conference and he talked about how if he can add speed on both sides of the ball pretty much at any position, he's never going to pass up the opportunity to do so. And a lot of people look at our wide receiver core when fully healthy you see Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and you say, okay, well, the Browns got a solid receiving core. There's no need to add a wide receiver via free agency or via the draft. But if you really dig a little bit deeper, maybe the Browns should add a, a wide receiver. And maybe the Browns should move on from a wide receiver that's currently on this roster that I believe is set to be an unrestricted free agent this offseason anyway. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Rashard Higgins. Now, we know Rashard Higgins is the one wide receiver on this team that has the most chemistry with Baker. He spent the most time with Baker. They were drafted in the same year, uh, two or three rounds apart. And so at that time that Baker was either the second or third string quarterback, I can't remember what the hell Hugh Jackson had him listed as. But during that time, they were spending a lot of time together after practice and training, you know, getting some reps in because Rashard Higgins was, you know, a third string wide receiver. So naturally, a third string quarterback is throwing to a third string wide receiver in practice. So they were able to develop a lot of chemistry between the two. And of course, when they got their opportunities, respectively, you can see them have a connection, you can see them shine, you can see them produce. Now, why in the hell would I want to move on from a receiver like Rashard Higgins that loves the city of Cleveland, shows up, does his job very well, solid hands, good teammate? And it's simple for me. He's slow. He doesn't have any wheels. And I think that's the case for a lot of guys on this team. Now, if you really think about it, The Browns don't have not one wide receiver on this team 
that can take the top off a of defense. Odell is getting up there. Now, he's still a very young man. He's under 30, but he's had a few injuries. He's had a couple surgeries on his legs. So you wouldn't think that that speed would still be what it was once before, right? And besides, Odell is a wide receiver that if you get him the ball anywhere from 5, 10, 15 yards, his athleticism and his abilities on the football field, he can turn that boy into a 60, 70-yard touchdown with no problem. But I'm talking about a guy that you can line up with Jarvis, Odell, and maybe Donovan Peoples-Jones on the football field, and he can take the top off a of defense. He can just run a flat-out go route, and he can take the top off a of defense. And I think it's important to have that on your team because what does it do? It opens up space and opportunities for everybody else. This speedster doesn't have to necessarily be the best wide receiver on the team. Just a guy that's football savvy, got some hands, of course, but he's a burner that you're going to need a safety to probably help over top. And the more players that you can give attention to a guy with speed, it opens up space and opportunity for the other guys on our team. Imagine having a guy Let's just say, for example, and I, maybe this is the wrong example to use. I don't know. But let's say if we still had Travis Benjamin on this team. And Travis Benjamin was on the same team with Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. And, they can, and Kevin Stefanski can line Travis Benjamin up and just send him on a fly route. And let's say you, you do a little post route with Jarvis and you do a drag with Odell. Well, because of that presence of speed on the field, that drag route to Odell he gets across that first line of defense. He, he's looking up and he's seeing nothing but open field. And so when you have speed on your team, it opens up holes. Imagine how good the running game was. Well, no, there's no need to imagine. You, see how, you saw how good the running game was this season. Now imagine how good that running game would be if we actually was able to add some speed to that offense. Just think about that for a minute. So how can we do so? I think that Rashard Higgins, at this point, he will have better luck in free agency than he had last year. In the article, it stated that Rashard Higgins is probably worth about three years, $12 million. But the Browns can actually save that money and sign a veteran pass rusher in free agency instead. And in the article, they talked about how you can possibly add a guy like Corey Davis in free agency. Corey Davis is the current wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans, if you don't know. Big body guy, physical guy. He's kind of more of a Donovan Peoples-Jones type build. Um, the writers believe that that would be a perfect fit. I would disagree with that because I don't even look at Corey Davis as a receiver that's as a burner, so to speak. And I'm not really sure outside of the top guys in the draft. Amon St. Brown from USC is a guy that's been on my radar. He's a 6'1 wide receiver, great, great hands, uh, and a guy that can take the top off of defense. Now, of course, you got Jalen Waddle from Alabama, and we all know Devontae Smith you know, the human cheat code. Jalen Waddle is another guy who's extremely fast, 
a guy that I think will be a good fit, but I don't think that the Browns will spend a first round or a second round draft pick on a wide receiver, especially knowing we need all this defensive help. And so knowing that to be true and to be fact, what veteran wide receivers can you get uh, via free agency? Or do you even spend that money in free agency? Personally, I think they should draft one. I don't think that they should hold on to Richard Higgins again. He's not fast. And we need a guy that can take the top off of defense, I think, in more ways than one. I think the Browns, this is how I see it. You don't resign Richard Higgins. You take that money that you would have taken to to resign Richard Higgins. You don't resign Olivier Verdon. And you spend that money on veterans in free agency that's coming off a rookie deal. So at corner, a guy like Marshawn Lattimore, former Ohio State Buckeye, former Glenville Tar Blooder, plays for the New Orleans Saints right now. The New Orleans Saints cap situation is a mess. He received the fifth-year option last year because he was a first-round pick, and now his contract's up. If they decided to franchise tag him, I'm not sure if you people know how the franchise tag works, but you would have to pay him the average of what the top five corners are making currently in the NFL right now. So that will be his, his salary, whatever that average is, for this upcoming season ultimately costing them way more money than it would be to sign him to a long-term deal. But again, their cap situation is a mess, so I'm not really sure if they can sign him to a long-term deal. I think that would be the perfect fit to go opposite of Denzel Ward at corner. I think that's where you get your corner defensive back to replace Greedy Williams or whoever the hell is out there as starter. And then you take some more of that free agency money and possibly sign your edge rusher or a Mike linebacker. You'll probably have a better chance signing a Mike linebacker than you would an edge rusher because quality edge rushers typically do not become available in free agency. Now, there's a few out there this year, but I'm really expecting those guys to be re-signed by the current team. Uh, Shaq Barrett from the NFC champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the guy that comes to mind. Uh, Carl Lawson from the Cincinnati Bengals is the guy that comes to mind. The only one that will become available is uh, Melvin Ingram from the LA Chargers. Not really sure if he would be a good fit. Um, I used to pay more attention to him, you know, the last couple of years. Haven't really the past season or two. I know he was dealing with some injuries and things like that. But I would spend my money on a Mike linebacker, a guy that has sideline-to-sideline speed, a guy that knows how to tackle, and a guy that can get the defense in the right positions. Because don't forget, your Mike is your quarterback on defense. So I'm definitely taking a portion of my free agency agency money, and I'm spending it there. But then I got to capitalize on the other areas of need in the draft. And that, that need for speed at wide receiver the Browns have a lot of picks, and everybody know that you can get top quality wide receivers in rounds three and four. I know a lot of people don't believe that, but it's true. And you look at some of these guys that's coming out. We've talked about Jalen Waddle. We've talked about Amon Ross St. Brown. What about Daz Newsom from North Carolina? 
Or what about a, a Tamari and Terry from Florida State? You know, these are some guys that uh, Amari Rogers from Clemson. These are some guys that's fast as hell. They can definitely take a top off a of defense. And the Browns should be able to land one of them. I think they did pretty good with Donovan Peoples-Jones this year, despite him being a six-round draft pick. And I think that going forward in the off-seasons to come, I think speed will be a priority, whether it be via the draft or whether it be via free agency. Andrew Barry wants to build a team that's fast, a team that's that knows how to compete, but you got to be fast. There's no NFL GM that's going to turn down an opportunity to add more speed, which means in return, you might lose some players that's, yeah, they're talented and they can ball a little bit, but the analytics might say, I can replace you with a guy that's just as talented. That's probably just a little bit more faster than what you are right now. And so as we go into this off season, I think as fans, we need to be prepared to see some change. There might be some guys on this team that you thought were quality players this season that might be not might not be back next season. And it might not be no fault of their own. But our general manager might feel like that he can make some upgrades from what he currently have. And you know what? If those upgrades is enough to get us to the AFC championship game and possibly to the Super Bowl, Next year, then, hey, I'm all for it. And so it's something for us to think about. It was something to definitely talk about. So if you get some uh, time today, go check out that article on dogpounddaily.com. It was written by Randy Gersey. Shout out to him. Pretty damn good article. Again, this is uh, something that, that needed to be addressed. So I'm curious. Where would you want to add speed at what position matters to you when it comes to adding speed uh, to this team to get the Browns to the next level if you uh want to leave some comments or anything like that hit me on Facebook at Landmate Entertainment and then I can get back at you on the next episode of the uh, I Test Podcast as always love checking in with you all hope y'all had some fun and I definitely will be back. I just like the sound. To holla at y'all in a week or so. This has been the Odd Test Podcast. I'm your host, Pearl. Presented to you by Landmade Entertainment, your home for multimedia. I holla at you all. Peace.